Hello and welcome back to the third ever episode of the Potentially Podcast. I'm so glad that you're tuning in again, that you're enjoying this, or maybe you're learning something from it. I'm really glad that you decided to give this another shot. If you are liking the podcast, it'd be awesome if you could either subscribe, review, rate it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, wherever it is that you're listening. It'll really help grow the podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Potentially Podcast. We can continue the conversation there. I can take your comments, your questions, and you can help contribute to future episodes. So today, I really wanted to talk about making a career change. I feel like it's something that I know a lot about just because I've recently made one. I've made a few career changes since I graduated college, and I know that it can be a really rough thing to go through. I kind of want to start back in high school though. So when I was in high school, I always did really well in school. It was kind of my forte. It's where I think I shine the brightest. It came naturally. It came easy. I enjoyed making the grades. I was really proud of myself for making the grades. Um, It wasn't ever something that I had to uh, stress about. And I know that that probably sounds really annoying for some people that really do have to stress about school, but it's always something I really enjoyed. And so I knew that I wanted to go to college. I always knew that that was going to be the next step for me. So in my head, I kind of always had this mapped out for me that I was going to go to high school, go to college. After college, I'd marry my boyfriend at the time, Jacob, who now is my husband, and I'll have this job by this certain age. I'll have two kids by another certain age. We'll have a house. Like literally everything was mapped out in my head already because that's just the type of person I am. I don't wake up and think one step ahead. I wake up and think like 10, 15, 20 steps ahead. I can't shut my brain off sometimes. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's really, really annoying. Um, So I kind of always had this in my head. It wasn't something that I ever even questioned going right into the workforce. That just wasn't something I was going to do. So I went to college and it was not something that I went to for fun. Like I went to get the job done. I graduated in three years. My only concern was graduating as quickly as possible. I didn't care about the friends that I made or the experiences that I had. It was let's get in, get out, do it for the cheapest possible price that I could because I was paying for it myself and I didn't want to waste time. I didn't want to waste money. Anything to me, wasting time and money is just something that I don't find fun at all. So I graduated in three years with a degree in finance, and I was super excited. I graduated in May of 2015, and I was off to applying for jobs. It only took me until July to find a job, but I was like a nervous wreck the entire time applying for jobs, like absolutely just freaking out. I was living back with my parents at the time, and I had the whole entire summer to find a job and then after that I was going to be expected to start um, contributing rent and helping pay for myself and so I was stressing out you know I need to find the job I need to move on with my life I don't want to be a child I I have a plan I need to stick to my plan I need to make my plan happen and so kind of the first job that came around I just took because I didn't want to pass up on any opportunities it was a job with a law firm in the Cleveland area and I was going to be working in their accounting department and I was really excited about it and I enjoyed it for maybe like a month and then the newness wore off and then I did not enjoy my time at all 
I was bored out of my mind. I didn't find it interesting. I didn't find it rewarding. I just really did not enjoy my time while I was there, but I tried to keep my chin up. You know, it, it didn't really cross my mind that I should start looking for something else or question whether I had made the right choice at all going into some type of finance field. I just thought, well, this is my first job. First jobs aren't supposed to be super glamorous. Like, I just have to put my time in and then eventually I'll move on to something else. Well, January 2017 rolls around. And this by this time, I'm married to Jacob. So, um, we're married. We have a house. Everything's good in that department. And January 2017 rolls around and I get called into my boss's office and I get told that I'm a good kid, but I was no longer going to be needed at the job. It was the most devastating feeling I've ever had. And I don't know, that probably means that I've led a pretty good life up to this point because I'd never felt anything like this. I'd never felt just utter lack of defeat and like that I, that I had just failed. And the feeling of failure was not something I was accustomed to and I honestly didn't know how to handle it. I kept it together until I got out of the office and then I immediately called my parents and my husband and just bawling, <laughs> just crying. I couldn't keep it together. I could barely tell my mom what was wrong. She was like, okay, Lindsay, you need to breathe so that way I can make sure that you're okay. And I'm like, all oh, right, all oh, right, okay, calm down, calm down. So I drove home that day and I, I think I started falling into a depression, honestly, like that day. I didn't realize it at the time because, you know, I told myself, well, it doesn't matter. I'll get back up on the horse. Like, I'm going to find another job. It's going to be fine. I started putting all of my effort into applying for jobs in any type of finance job, and nothing came around. I had a few different interviews and never got offered the job after the interview. And after each rejection, I think I steadily just fell deeper into this depression. You know, it was to the point where I wasn't like getting dressed every day. I was staying in bed until three, four o'clock in the afternoon. I was not showering as much as I should have been showering. I just, I don't know. I just, I felt, I felt miserable. I felt like I couldn't do anything right. And I let myself spiral to the point that I thought I wasn't going to get back on track, which I know sounds really silly to people who are older thinking like, you're so young, obviously you were going to get back on track, like obviously your life isn't over at this point. But to me, you know, it wasn't going according to my plan and my plan was really important to me. It had to be done by a certain age. I had to have certain grades. I had to graduate in a certain time frame. I had to have a job by a certain day. I had to, all of these things had a due date in my head, like school, you know, like when your homework is due for school, you need to turn it in by the certain time or too bad, right? Well, that's kind of how I lived my life. I lived my life like there is a due date to something. And I just, I totally screwed it up. And I didn't know where to go from here. Jacob was super supportive. He tried the best he could to get me out of it. But honestly, really nothing worked. One day, my dad came to take me out to lunch. And he knew that I was not feeling myself. <laughs> and he came to take me out to lunch and he just 
kind of just started telling me things that he had done in his life that hadn't gone his way. And I had never heard some of those stories before. It was really comforting to feel like you aren't alone. And my dad, who's somebody that I look up to, who's super successful in life, who I respect and admire, I was like, well, if he could have mess ups in his life and still be where he's at today, then maybe it's going to be okay. So I started to feel a little bit better, but then he asked me this like one specific question. He was like, okay, so what's the worst that could happen, Lindsay? And I was like, well, I don't know. I never get a job. And he's like, okay. And I was like, um, and I lose my car and I lose my house and I have to, um, file for bank bankruptcy. And he goes, okay, again. And I'm like, well, that's awful. That's terrible. What do you mean? And like, I'm telling you what's going to happen. And he's like, okay, so you, all that happens. You have no money. You file for bankruptcy. You move home. Like, okay. Then you start over. You're not going to die. And to be honest, like that bluntness was just, I think really what I needed. I was like, huh? Yeah, I, I guess that's right. Like, okay. So if it all goes to crap, if I completely fail at everything, like, okay, I still have my family. I'll pick myself back up. It's going to be okay. And from that point on, it's not like all of a sudden I wasn't sad anymore. I was still sad, but I just like felt a little bit more free about it. Like, okay, so my plan didn't go the way I thought, but that it, it doesn't matter. Like I, I'll figure it out. I will figure it out. Honestly, that was really, really helpful for my situation. So if you're in a situation right now where you just got fired or you're really unhappy at your job or you maybe on purpose left your job because you wanted to go make a career change yourself and you're in this stage of feeling like maybe I shouldn't have done that or I can't believe I got fired because I can't believe this happened to me, just know that you're not alone and you're going to get through this and you're going to get to the other side and it's going to be okay. Like it really, really will. It's going to be okay. You're going to figure it out. So after that day, I was like, all right, I'm back on applying. I'm back on figuring this out. So I tried a few different things. I tried making a online store. I tried being an insurance agent for a while, which I absolutely hated because I hate being in sales. But I was like, okay, well, I don't know if I like it or not, so I might as well try it. I tried it. I hated it. So that was a good thing to know. So I tried a few different things and nothing was making me happy. And then I realized, wait a minute, maybe I don't want to do anything in this field at all. Like, what do you actually like to do, Lindsay? And the answer is, I really, really enjoy literature. I've always enjoyed literature. Like, if I could read every day, all day, I would be happy with that. Reading stories is something that gives me a lot of joy in life and I and I love it and I love fantasy stories the most. I just feel like it takes you to a whole new world. You get to experience all of these characters and it's a really fantastic way to spend your time. So I thought, okay, well maybe I don't need to be in anything with finance then. Maybe I need to move on and find something new, which was an extremely scary thought. So I went to school, I got this diploma and now I'm not going to use this diploma like, why did I waste my time and my money getting this? Am I crazy? Like, why would I do that now? And then I have to realize, okay, you're only in your mid-20s. Like, if you're going to make a change, you might as well do it now while you're still young, before you have a family and responsibilities. I 
started thinking of all these different career paths. And then I decided, hmm, maybe I would like trying to be a teacher. That thought kind of passed my head and it was really perfect timing because we were going to be moving for Jacob's job. And so the state we were going to be moving to is Texas. So I looked up all the rules in Texas of what you need to do to um, become a teacher. And funny enough, you don't need to go back to school to get a degree in education. You need to have some kind of degree. And then you have to go through this certification process. I was like, okay, well, I can definitely do that. I'm smart enough to do that. So we moved to Texas. I got a job originally as a tutor, which I think was something great to put on my resume as I worked towards becoming a teacher. And I started this certification program, worked my way through, became a substitute teacher at a school, and now I teach full-time as an English teacher. I'm really loving it. I really enjoy it. And like this week was one of the best weeks ever. I had some of my students pass these tests that they needed to pass and it was such a great moment and it was so fulfilling and I had never felt that way at any of my other jobs. I had never felt that fulfilled. And so it was really exciting and I was so proud of them. They did such an amazing job. And honestly, that moment this week really reminded me that I, I made a good decision in switching my career. Looking back, I think I can kind of see where I went wrong. I had always been really obsessed with how I was going to make money. And so I had never considered being a teacher because I said, well, this is a teacher's salary and that's not what I want to make for the rest of my life. And I kind of had it almost in my head that I wouldn't be able to do anything else outside of my job. I don't know if it's just the way that in school it's pushed like go to college, go to college, go to college because you have to go to college to get that job. You can't do anything else in life if you don't do that. And to some extent, I mean, there's some truth to that. A lot of jobs you need a college degree for, whether it's right or not, you need it. To a certain extent, that makes sense, but I feel like that's also why I never try to think outside of the box or realize that I could do something without following a certain strategic plan or I guess not necessarily following a strategic plan because like I still plan today like I think you need plans going forward in your life to achieve your goals but maybe a better way of saying that is just that it doesn't have to be one path you can have many different paths and you can do more than one thing in your life it doesn't have to be one thing that you do so today I'm still really concerned with money I mean we just talked about that all last podcast And I want to make more money in my life. And that's one of my goals. You know, I want that big, beautiful house. I want to be able to travel with my family. I want to be able to provide a more secure future for my future children. I want all of those things. But I think it's important that you're not going to get there if you're unhappy. You have to like the work you're doing or else, at least for me, or else you're not going to do it. Like, I wasn't going to put in the time and effort that it took to become successful into something that I didn't believe in or that I didn't like. So what I took away from my experience is that I don't want to be a dreamer or a realist. I want to be both. I need to be a dreamer so that way I know where I want to go in the future. And you need to be a dreamer so that way you know what you want out of your future. And not just for yourself, but for your future spouse as well. I think that's one of the biggest things that people my age and younger don't want to talk about when they're looking at who they want to maybe marry in the future. You need to have the same goal. 
you need to be headed in the same direction. And yes, things can change along the way, but big picture stuff, you really, really have to be on the same page. So for yourself and for your future spouse or your current spouse, get on the same page. Know where you want to go. Know what you want out of life. Know what's important to you. And then you need to have the realistic side that says, okay, I know I have these dreams, but let's turn these dreams into realities. How can I get there? So for myself, I wasn't happy in the nine to five job that I was doing. I needed to make a change. So I made that change. I'm now happy with my nine to five job, but I know that for my future goals, this can't be it. I have to do other things. So like this podcast is my first step into making those other dreams a reality. So if you have something in your life that seems like an unattainable goal, figure out why, because it's not unattainable. If you want to buy a specific house, or if you want to be able to take your family on a vacation once a year, or maybe it has nothing to do with buying something. Maybe it's you want to have more time off. Okay, well, how can you make that happen? Maybe the job that you're at isn't right for you. Maybe you should quit. Maybe you should stay at that job and keep working in the evenings until you can do something else. You need to figure out how you're going to reach those goals. And I know it's really scary when I made my career change. It was terrifying when Jacob made his career change, which he's still in the process of. It's really scary. And it's kind of funny because I'm such a worrier, but once I make a decision about something, it kind of all just like evaporates, like the weight is lifted off of my shoulder. I think we made the decision in March of 2018 that we were going to move and we were both going to be changing our careers. And literally the night that we made it, we were like sitting on the couch together watching TV or something and I just stopped the TV. We started talking about it. It was scary and then we came to the decision that it was both really important for us to make this change and the next day I was like okay what do we got to do we got to sell the house we got to do this we got to find a realtor all right I'm on it let's make it happen let's not wait around because I think that's the biggest thing is like once you make that decision don't wait around like you do not want to be waiting around in your life for things to happen they aren't going to happen it's not going to magically fall out of the sky into your lap it's not gonna that's not how life works like you have to make it happen so As much as I learned that you need to be willing to make changes if things don't go according to plan, you also can't be sitting on your bum waiting for everything to happen to you. You have to go for it. You have to make it happen. You and you alone are going to will it to happen, okay? And that doesn't mean you can't get help from people, but people aren't thinking about you 24-7 the way you're thinking about you 24-7. And that's just the truth. They have their own life to live. They have their own goals. They have their own achievements that they're trying to make happen. So you need to make sure you look out for you and your family. And that's, that's the whole of it. So that's what I did. I said, okay, we need to sell this house to move. Let's make it happen. We need to apply for jobs. Let's make it happen. And of course, I had help along the way. After we sold the house, we lived with Jacob's parents for a couple of months. My parents held all of our crap while we were moving. When we first moved down here, I lived with a couple of friends for a couple of weeks before I could find an apartment. I'm not saying that your dreams have to be made by you and you alone, but I'm saying you're the only person who is in the end, at the end of the day, going to make sure that it happens. And that's just solely the truth. So, 
be a dreamer, but also be a realist. Be both and make your life what you want out of it. And I think I want to end this here with something that um, my mother-in-law actually commented on my last Instagram post and I just really, really liked it and I thought it fit with the message of this podcast. She said that she really liked my cover art and it's, you know, that picture of the pencil and the notepad and she said that it really spoke to her because it meant that you should live your life in pencil. Nothing is permanent. Things can be fixed. And I just thought that was amazing and I wanted to share it with you. And it's true. Like, if you aren't happy with your life, figure out why. Figure out what's not making you happy and change it. Don't give yourself an excuse not to do it. Take that leap of faith. You can change your life. I know you can. You don't need permission to do it. You don't need my permission. You don't need anyone else's permission. I mean, I'll give it to you if it makes you feel better, but you don't need anyone's. You just need to do it yourself, and you can do it yourself. So just dream big. And then once you figure out what that dream is, go to work. Go to work figuring out how you're going to make it happen and don't give up. Don't ever give up. I'm so glad you could join me for another episode of the Potentially Podcast. I love talking to you guys and I hope you tune in next week. Bye.